you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> she Orgasms is a natural supplemental vitamin to further improve a woman's sex life. We blend together the finest herbs that will enhance your mood, focus, and energy. It will help you experience total body arousal and regulated blood flow to heighten your climax. Intensify your desire and hunger toward your partner. Increase your vaginal lubrication more than ever before. Not to mention maintaining the overall health of your vagina. She Orgasms will help keep you wet and engaged the entire time. Get your bottle today at www.sheorgasms.com and follow our Instagram at sheorgasms and get ready to experience sex like never before. Happy coming! Outside hey. of the trees. Hey. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. You could have told me. <laughs> You are pressing the button. Hello, everyone. This is Shanae. This girl. <laughs> let's let's keep it moving. How was your weekend? You could have just said something. How was your weekend today? <laughs> but I am. My weekend was fine. I I saw widows. That mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. Um, spent some time with one of my friends and some family. Mm-hmm. Had a some good time off so yeah my weekend was chill i just basically like caught up on netflix shows and like tv shows um that i was a little bit behind on um but that was really the extent (laughs) of my weekend um i was not productive on purpose basically because i just needed some time to rest before we go back another week i'm so sad tomorrow we have to go back to work i know i could use <laughs> like another couple days <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure i could use some more time to kind of lounge i didn't really lounge too much mm-hmm. just was continuing to unpack and buy stuff i was with my mom today at the store and i was like i'm tired of going to the store oh yeah i'm tired of going to the store mm-hmm. i'm tired i spent way too much time in home depot <laughs> Lowe's, Target, Walmart, Big Lots. I mean, it just go. It's the same like seven stores. I'm just making rounds at. Right. Cause you got to do your due diligence with money. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to the same like seven to ten stores. Mm-hmm. It's to the point where I feel like people recognize me. <laughs> hey, Shalay, what I, you I feel like that because I go, I make a list, but somehow something always oh, is yeah, not on the list. Uh, uh, uh. I'm tired of spending money. Um, well, I feel like you're coming down the home stretch. No, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like you are. But I don't have any art pieces. Oh, well, yeah. Decorating takes time. You know, yeah. there's still things. I, I there's still a good amount of things. I am tapped. I'm not spending any more money. Mm. Um, you know, my first mortgage payment is coming up, and yeah. I'm just tired of going to the store. Right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But. Hopefully, you'll be all settled and comfy soon. So, what's happening in media? Uh, so, we will keep it brief. 
Sorry. Mm. I keep pressing the wrong button. So, I want to talk about future. Okay. So, I think we all know future um, is maybe with Joe Chavez. Mm -hmm. She's pregnant by him. Mm -hmm. Can't really tell if they're together or not. She put some posts where you would think they're together, but who knows? Okay. Um, and she was dating Bow Wow. She has a child with Bow Wow, mm-hmm. and so it's funny because it's like Sierra yeah. has a child future, and Sierra and Bow used to date, and mm-hmm. now they're kind of like half. At least the child with Joe Chavez is like the, her half sibling is with. Yes, Features they by proxy. Children. Yes. They're kind of family now, just right. a little. So yes. that's kind of wonky. They're extended family. Kind of wonky. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I bring up him and I'm going to bring up Dwight Howard because oh. there are some reports that are similar, just a little similar. Oh. But Dwight Howard, was, Dwight Howard was worse. Okay. Okay. But I read a, a post from a woman. Saying that she is currently pregnant by future, so this would be his seventh child. So not Bow Wow's ex. Not Bow Wow's ex. Another one. That's why I'm bringing this up because it kind of reminded me of something that I read with Dwight Howard in the sense of like just a mess. Okay. Pregnancy, etc. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) right. So this woman. Says that she's been on and off fooling around with Future the past two years. A lot of question marks in that as he's been fooling. So it's a lot of fooling well, he around. Moving. He's just a lot of on and off he with a, a lot of different women. He a fool that be fooling. So <laughs> they were on and off. And she says she knew his history, but, you know, he was always so kind to her or whatever. Course. It's always the same narrative, right? <laughs> and so then fast forward to her finding out she was pregnant mm-hmm. um she said she told him he wasn't obviously happy about it right um but he didn't put any pressure on her to go either way he did mm-hmm. make his preference clear mm-hmm. but he didn't make a preference he's like he's not trying to force right it so then um she agreed to do it obviously he was going to financially take care of it mm-hmm. then she changed her mind mm-hmm. she's because of her age, I guess, that her doctor was like, are you sure? How old is she? She was in her 35. She was, like, just saying that, and like... does she have any children? No. Uh, well. So, she was just saying, you are getting older. You did get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and with your age, are you sure you want to terminate the pregnancy? Right. Also saying that, you know, as you're getting older... Because sometimes abortions, depending can on... Can do damage. Can do damage, mm-hmm. depending on how far you're along, the methods they have to do to do it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, there's a risk, you know, that complication that would maybe make getting pregnant mm-hmm. later on for you difficult on top of the fact it's, of your age. Right. And so because of that, she was like, you know, I'm going to keep the child. Okay. And so after that, she told him, she said he was furious and he was threatening her. Oh. And, well, before he didn't have a preference. Right. And we're saying, <laughs> how are you going to do this? Sorry. And then... She was saying she was getting calls from his camp. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said it reminded me. me that's why I say it reminded me of that Dwight, that, that thing I heard with somebody passed her. We're going to get to that one too. But this <laughs> one said that he was getting calls from her, you know, his people, his people right. saying, that, you know, that, you know, you need to handle it, you should handle it. To the point where she said she was getting, she kept hearing murmurs of that. 
he had like some sort of like bounty on her like he was like had a, a hit out or something Lord for her Jesus. and to the point where she was like getting nervous she stopped working at her job oh and God. she was kind of going public just to be like look this is my story mm-hmm. so look it's all alleged right, right. however it's not unremarkable where I, I felt like I read it and thought I could believe that mm-hmm. I can't even lie to you it mm-hmm. may not be true mm-hmm. and the truth will come out I'm sure in some way or another mm-hmm. but like he messed with, uh, with a variety of women is clear yeah you know she spoke about him and his use of not wanting to use condoms and the thing oh. is the fact that you obliged to that you know he has multiple Children's you mothers. know the man fertile. He ain't shooting black. You know, <laughs> you know you're not the only woman he's dealing with. So for your own safety, who yeah. cares how he feels? For your safety, and I just with pregnancy, I'm talking about disease. Mm-hmm. You should make him wear a condom. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, you know, I'm grateful I don't have diseases. I'm grateful it's just the child. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, ladies, these industry dudes, like if you want to go there. At least just use protection. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. don't see the hype because I feel like. You know, even if one, I'm not, I'm not that attracted to any celebrity, quote unquote, where I'm like, oh yeah, not me, up. right? <laughs> if I had the chance, where I'd be like, oh, I'm doing it, you know what I mean, right? Where him not wearing condo, I would still move forward. I'd be like, okay, well that was fine. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> like if you're not trying to protect, if you're not with it, then I'm not with it, right? So and I think, especially because you know. If they've been honest about them dealing with other people, then for no. your safety, yeah. and then two, he has. A lot of children mm-hmm. by several different women. Right. You know the MO to an extent. Yeah. So, and so then that me, then it made me think about the Dwight Howard with right. this woman mm-hmm. who was dealing with him yes. and she found out some information. His goes a little left. That's why I said it ain't all the way connected. Right. Um, but then she was receiving calls from his, his camp, pastor, his pastor, allegedly, allegedly, like, you know, telling telling her to take the hush money, sign in. Sign yeah, she had video recording, right? Like him saying sign in the right, and, stuff like that. Yeah, um, messy boots. And so she went public on right. Twitter because she was scared for once her again life because of the threats. And that's why I was saying it was like very similar, different but similar. Where these yeah. both of these women. Felt nervous where they felt so like, nervous that they like I need to go public just in case just something, in case something to happens. Me. Y'all know that you know that this is what has happened to me. This right. is what I experienced, right. which is scary. Which is right. like for me, like I don't want to deal with nobody in the industry. Period. I don't care how cool you are. I'm not interested, bro. Like I would just be like, no, cause y'all crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, mean everyone's not the same. Like, it's a couple of holes in the story for but, sure. Um, I, I don't know, and, but that's it's, why he's like, gonna address it. I feel like he won't. The thing about it is, both stories are legendary, legend. right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what's true or not, right? But I definitely was reading like, oh lord, because it's just like too much, yeah. So, and I think even with having the voice recordings and like you could hear clearly other people's voices, she responded, they responded. That's what it was like. Uh, okay, so either she really into this and got somebody to play along, or there's some factual actual to this. Like, and I think, <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, there's probably some truth to it. Maybe mm-hmm. not all of it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm gullible, but I don't know. I mean, people do go far for yeah, stuff like that's this. Very true. People so go people do far. lie. So yeah. once again, it's alleged, mm-hmm. um, and we'll see how he responds. We'll see if future responds, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Right, right. And go from there. But yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, 
I just wouldn't even deal with it. I just wouldn't even <laughs> date. I I just be like nah, because mm-hmm. I just feel like nah. Y'all got too many bones. Well, that's what a lot of people are with like celebrities. They like oh I don't even want to date anyone in this industry. Or I don't want to date anyone here. And then somehow they still be ending up dating. Because they always seem different or whatever. But I just have to say this for celebrity relationships or normal relationships, nine times out of ten, there's always a red flag. And when you go, when you're done, you can kind of go back and say, that's when Mm -hmm. I probably should have. It was at this moment. I probably (laughs) should have taken a look. I probably should have maybe taken a step back. Yeah, ask a question or two. My advice for anyone is like, don't ignore the red flags. Yeah. And honestly, don't really ignore the yellow. The yellow ones, look into softly <laughs> so it doesn't become a red. I'm just saying, hashtag save some time and hurt. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Takashi69 yeah. was arrested um, with, he has several counts yeah. of racketeering, I mean, uh, conspiring to commit armed robbers and drug deals. He is in jail. His bail was denied. Um, and there's been a lot of fodder about it. Yeah. Um, there was a story that said his his lawyer said he's innocent and that he's an entertainment entertainer who portrays the ga- gangster image to promote his music mm-hmm. that doesn't make him a member of an enterprise. Um, but then later, there's a video of him where it seems like the video, you can see that he's like kind of ordering. I don't know if, I don't know if it was a hit, but incriminating himself. videos incriminating yeah. himself yeah cause he done had academics delete videos right for him. right stuff like that then recently they're saying he's been transferred to a federal facility that is regularly used to house witnesses who co- to cooperate with the feds so then yeah. there's some stories that are leaking that he's sn- he's gonna snitch he's gonna possibly snitch or yeah. whatever to get him less time or whatever right um, and that he asked not to he asked to be in an area without Crip and Blood members. And so when all this was coming up, there was a uh I saw the clip of it with him and like Fat Joe and Fat Joe was like basically telling him you need to chill out because mm-hmm. they're they're gunning for you. Mm-hmm. And that clip came back up to resurface and it was mm-hmm. like I mean, so many people along the way have been telling him You gotta to chill, chill out because People or the feds was gonna come for you, and a lot of these charges they've been investigating him for like five years. So it's like, chill out, bruh. And he's like, no, I do what I want. Well, now you hear the consequences when you do what you want, especially when you've been investigated for this much time. They take note of every little thing that you post, every little thing that you say. So, and if you already have people that's outside of the feds who gunning for you. That's like a double whammy of watching yourself. Right. So I don't... Right. So we'll see what happens to him. Um, I want to... Oh, so then Black China has received a lot of backlash for her. She's like the face of this bleach and cream for Nigeria, the white delicious. Yeah. And so... um, so there's some comments that supported her. They was like, "Well, the stuff still exists, period. So it's still gonna be sold there." But the point is, is not all money is good money, right? Right. right. Yes, there are many bleaching products that are in like areas like that that mm-hmm. women use. Mm-hmm. There's another level of when you're agreeing to be the face of it, and knowing what this product does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
there's a difference. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. it, and so it's shame. So then it's like shame on the both of you. Yeah. Shame on the people who are already doing it, mm-hmm. and shame on you because they came to you for deal, and, and you you're okay with doing that. Yeah. I personally wouldn't want oh, to do no. anything like that. No. I would say no. No. And like people are even saying, like the first time you come to their country is when you're endorsing something like this. Like you don't even come here to do any kind of visit people, speak to people, or any other business, or another type of business, something a perfume. But literally, the first time you come is to endorse this, right? Like really, honey, all money ain't worth it. And it's like you probably want to think through the things that you're putting your name behind, since. You do have some sort of influence. You want to think about, you know, what are you saying to people and what are you what are the products what you're are you, endorsing? Yeah, what are you getting other people to do? I mean, the choice is theirs regardless. But, but still, it's something to think it, about it. Right, yeah. Um, but she did it because she did it like two days ago because mm-hmm. I saw a post that she was there and there were some people who were kind of like not giving her warm welcome vibes because of what she was doing. But yeah. Two weeks on. Moving on. I want to talk about this for a moment. The American tourist. Did you hear about him? Um, he was yeah. killed by that island drive. Because he tried to be Christopher Columbus out here. Now this, <laughs> and the thing is, is like, this is a case of when you need to mind your business. <laughs> no, jokes aside, because it's mm-hmm. unfortunate that he lost his life. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. they were clear. The tour guys were ever clear with this area, the island. People don't go there. There are yeah. signs. They're protected by mm-hmm. the law. Mm-hmm. And you try to sideswipe, you know, pay someone some money. Mm-hmm. And even those boat people who took them over there, they know they knew dang blasted well that they shouldn't have. All the people that helped them get there, even though he lied to them, they all got arrested because you're not supposed to help people. Because you're not supposed to do Because they know anyone all. that has been there gets killed. People have tried to send them pigs as peace treaties. And then as soon as the pig gets to the shore, they killed the pig and they buried it. So it's like, we don't care if you're a human, an animal. They don't care. When people have been there before, they've gotten sick and thousands and of that's them have what, died. And that's the new risk now because right. he got so close. Mm-hmm. They did kill him, but because they are not... Um, not a part of you know the Western world, mm-hmm. they can easily inhabit yeah. frankly our germs mm-hmm. and get sick and really Die. wipe out populations, and yeah. that's what they're saying your concern is right yeah. now. Um, but the thing is, is stop it. Yeah, and my thing is, it's stupid to think that you could speak to these people about Jesus. They don't speak your language. Like you didn't think this through at all. And my other <laughs> thought was. Because the thing is, I think some of the missionary trips now is these mm-hmm. big conversation about missionary trips and what are you doing? Yeah. And it's a conversation, and it's and 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 this is a part of religion that can get wonky, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes people, mm-hmm. people of the church and their ideals, whatever, can like um, maneuver what God is truly asking you to do or want you to do. Yeah. His relationship is between you and him mm-hmm. and I think sometimes people put way too much weight into churches that's mm-hmm. my opinion oh, no, and the rule of churches <laughs> yeah and then they get in these these places of stuff like this because mm-hmm. I think I do know a couple of churches who do do missionary trips and mm-hmm. they don't go to preach the gospel they mm-hmm. literally go to help the orphanage build the humanitarian efforts yeah. not Believe in Jesus. Right. It's That's not the... And it's like, if we get somebody along the way, then cool. Or they connect with a church there. Yeah. So it's not, yes. once again, yes. it's just helping the community. Yes. It's not 
like trying to get people to believe in you know what I'm to saying convert. to yeah. convert yeah. so I think you just I think there are chips that are valuable you have to do your research obviously to see who you're with yeah. but I mean it's been some interesting conversations I've read about just yeah. the whole thought of missionary chips and I just think just in regards to listening Christianity I know for me I focus more on like my relationship with God mm-hmm. how I can be a better person mm-hmm. and I don't and if that affects other people, then cool. And I want but you're to, not pushing it. I've never been a person. I've never yeah. been that person anyway. <laughs> right. And I never will because it just makes me uncomfortable. I feel mm. like I'm happy to, to express how I feel about God. I'm happy to say, to tell you someone, I'd be happy to answer any questions you have. Mm-hmm. Or I encourage you to look into it if mm-hmm. you're not sure. But that's where I go because I don't yeah. feel like. But some Christians feel like if you ain't shouting from the rooftops, then you must not I, love them. But I feel <laughs> like if you're. A godly woman or man, you don't gotta shout it. It radiates from you. That's facts, and that's how I feel. It should be seen in your actions, Mm -hmm. in your word, Mm -hmm. and your discernment, and your decision making, Mm -hmm. and in your testimony. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you have to shout it from the rooftops every five minutes. That is just my perspective. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. (laughs) I know people think differently, but that's just my two cents about it. Yeah. Um, but it's unfortunate. But like. When someone say you're not allowed, like don't, just don't go, leave it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause you Cause, lost your life. It wasn't worth it. Right. Yeah. Because you run into people who's not about that life, and you gonna get got. And it's not because, cause who knows who they worship or what religion they practice. They're right. But it's not because any of that. It's because you're not welcome here, and we done told y'all, and you keep coming here trying to. Do- and frankly, a terrible way to go. Well, yeah. Arrows, Arrows. I mean, Woo! that had to be very painful yeah, and just Lord. like Mm-mm. shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. And yeah. I hope that's a cautionary tale for anyone else who would consider doing anything like that with any tribes because there are several yeah. that live like that. Leave them be. They're not doing you, you any harm. He, they could already be worshiping. They you. could. Like you have, they, no you have no idea, but it's like they're not doing you any harm. Right. Leave it alone. Mm. Last but not least, this is kind of. Funny but not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrese, his ex-wife, he was wanting to lower, uh, like, the support. <laughs> yeah. And they asked her, like, what do you do, <laughs> you know, during the day? Living my best life. And she said, living life. <laughs> and she's not going to look for work. <laughs> and when I first read it, it made me chuckle. I was like, wow, that's bold to be like, I'm living my life. What are you doing? She is bold. That was just bold to me she to like, bold. not even pretend you had a job. Just be like, I'm living life, honey. She didn't even say taking care of your seed. No, like. she said, I'm living life. That's what I'm doing. That's my job. And so it's funny, but on the other hand, not nah, funny. It's not okay. It's not okay. That's not okay. That's not okay. And stuff like that, I think makes it hard for People that actually women need who support. actually need support and yeah. not trying to take advantage and mm-hmm. not and they have their own jobs too mm-hmm. and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make it good but yeah. I just I can't even lie I read it, it was like really because she can she knows that she can get away with that because of who her child's father is if she said that and there was some guy. You know, every day job, regular, you know, it right. that would not fly. They would be like, oh, well, we're going to knock you down to 125 a month, and then you're really going to be hurting. So she only said that because she knew she could get away with it. Well, I don't know if she's going to get away with it. Right, I don't know. But, but the, but the but last thing she gotta, She's not going to have to work still. But <laughs> bold, bold, and bold. Because yeah. I'm just like, what? <laughs> 
His best bet, because I don't know if he has full custody of her. I think they have shared custody. His best bet at this point was to maybe attempt to get full custody, and mm-hmm. then that would slash her uh, and she would a lot. Really be stuck, and then yeah. she may need to be living life with a job, <laughs> like right. a lot of other people. Yeah, okay? yeah. I just I don't think that's cool. Me either. You shouldn't. I just don't think that's cool. You need to. <laughs> you have a child. And you need to contribute mm-hmm. in some way. Well, because that's my thing always about, you know, stay-at-home moms. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom until your child goes to school, cool. But after they go to school, even if you're still a stay-at-home mom, I need something to do. Like, I would have to go volunteer every day or start a business or start an Start something. I just could not. Like... Granted, I did that this weekend, but it was because I worked. <laughs> like, you know, I couldn't do that every day for years on end. I couldn't imagine. And it ain't that much vacuum to do that they be saying that they don't. I would, but. <laughs> I, no, I do wonder. I've always wanted, because it's such a taboo, because you can insult someone so easily. But yeah, it's like, that's true. it's saying, once your kids are in school, because mm-hmm. like when you're stay home mom and the kids are home all day, bet. Yeah, you got plenty. But once <laughs> your kid is in a, Unless you're homeschooling them. Mm-hmm. If they're in some right. sort of public or private schooling institution mm-hmm. outside of the home mm-hmm. where you are dropping them off and picking them up, mm-hmm. then I do ask, what do you do all day? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not an assault. It's literally trying to figure out once your kid is in school for seven, eight hours a day, during that time period, <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. It's no. a genuine, what are you doing? Because... Depending on how many kids you have, and that just depends because you have a lot of kids, and maybe during the day you really have a lot of cleaning to do. I don't yeah, know. A lot of but let's say you have like two children. Mm-hmm. Let's say you just have two kids. Mm-hmm. They're both in elementary school mm-hmm. where you're picking up and dropping them off. Mm-hmm. So you you have two kids, a husband, and yourself. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think you're washing clothes every day. Even right. if you were breaking them down, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think you would have to vacuum every day. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. wash dishes, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah. and obviously you cook dinner and, and, and that's cool. But mm-hmm. during the day when they're at school, I would wonder, what do you do? Yeah. But that's why so many women and mothers that have the privilege of not having to work, they do have so many nonprofits because I would feel like after a certain period of time, I would get bored. Or they're like a super, like, super active parent. Or like yeah. they're the head of the PTA, PTA board. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. they're at the school doing voluntary efforts. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is too. And that's fine too. That. Yeah. But yeah. I get that. Because I would just wonder. Because I know um, a guy, his wife, she just, she quit her job because they had two children under the age of five. And honestly, it was cheaper for her to quit her job than for them to pay for daycare. No, for daycare is really high. <laughs> it is. So they were just like, look, she's just going through I this. I mean, to the point where you kind of feel like how, especially with the babies, mm-hmm. they're literally most of the day sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're teaching anything. Once you get to like two, three, they actually do give them activities or something yeah. like that. But when you're like the baby age where you're literally just sitting in the chair and they're making <laughs> sure like you cool, you're eating when you're supposed to eat, mm-hmm. they're changing you. Mm-hmm. For you to, to pay so much money, you give them the diapers, mm-hmm. you provide the own food. It's like, mm-hmm. good God. I mean, <laughs> that is like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I get it because I mean, then it's hard to find a bin, bin, like, decent daycare. Oh, you know these yeah. stories with daycare people are crazy. So then you got to be nervous about that too. And that's when people send their kids to them expensive daycare. Or the ones that are really accredited oh and have God. all the reviews. 
My like, coworkers be like, yeah, we're going to tour the daycare. I'm like, tour? Like, my colleague. Oh, my God. My colleague I used to work with, she was only, she was six months. Mm-hmm. And oh, she, yeah, your wait list. And she put him on the wait list. See. I said, at six months, she said, yeah, I got to I gotta get a spot. I'm doing it early. <laughs> so she was okay. trying to get him a spot even before he was out of her uterus. <laughs> That's so crazy. And it ended up working. Then, she did it early and she yeah. got in. But like the thought process was like, at six months, she had to already figure out what daycare facility she was yeah. going to go to because not all of them were that great. Mm-hmm. And you have the price element. Yeah. And obviously, you don't want one that's too far away from your home. Yeah. So, like, at six months, she already had her kids signed up for daycare. Yeah. It's sad that it's that. Tough. And I already, like, put a down payment on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, what in the world? Yeah. So, I get the benefits of if you can afford it and swing it. Staying home, but then yeah. once they're in school, I probably will maybe work part time at, at minimum because you're right, you still want to pick them up from school, you still yeah. want to take them to basketball or something, or whatever, you still want to make them breakfast, you still want to, you know, have that flexibility. Then I feel like I would try to work somewhere part time yeah. or, you know, have a job where you can work from home, yeah, yeah, just so that I'm still around for my children, right? But I'm still doing something, I'm still bringing the income, you know, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I would prefer, but. But that's it though. Tyrese's child's mother says she is living her life. That's a shame. <laughs> All right. So um, our question of the week um, was: Would you rather live to be one thousand years old but have to bury countless family members and friends along the way, or die at a hundred years old but all of your family members and friends live to be one thousand without you? And we like dang near had unanimous. Everyone said a hundred. To live, much. um, yeah, the only live to a hundred. Um, Reese P say live to be a hundred. My edge is gonna be gone by a thousand. Although they may have really advanced lace fronts by then. Um, freak of nature live to be a hundred. Um, Miss Nina C nineteen seventy eight said without a dog live to be a hundred. This missing the love of my life stuff is for the birds. Um, Black noise eighty seven live to be a hundred. The Chatty Patties live to be 100. Missing people is trash. Um, the, the M, oh, the Emanuela um, die at 100 because I know all my family members will choose the same. So at the end of the day, no one lives to be 1,000 and miss the others. Um, Mally Nelly said, I died 100 and let my loved ones live to 1,000. <clears throat> so, Sinead, what you choosing? Well, probably 100. I mean, I don't. I think for me, a big part of my life and the meaning of life is my family and friends. So, like, if mm-hmm. I'm living to be a thousand, at the end of the day, that could be very lonely because every yeah every couple of years, especially in the end, it'll be yeah. death after death after death. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and that's what Quincy Jones was recently talking about, how, like, in his old age, he feels like he's burying a friend every year or so. Right, and that's just going to be tough to keep dealing with. Yeah, and exhausting. Um, I'm gonna choose live to be a thousand years old. Um, cause I think I I don't know. I just think it would be interesting to live that long and see the transition of the world. Um, in that span of time, so I'm gonna choose that one. So TV, are we both all caught up on TV? Well, there wasn't really. Um, This Is Us came on. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> So we'll uh, catch up on that next week then. This ad is sponsored by Tease Tea. 
Need to relax, sleep better, combat PMS pains, or maybe you're ready to kickstart your wellness goals. Tease gives their customers an opportunity to self-empower their goals by choosing the best type of tea to complement their desires. At the same time you are investing in women around the world, Tease donates a portion of proceeds from every order to organizations dedicated to the empowerment of women. To date, Tease has impacted over 30 organizations dedicated to improving the lives of women. Good Girls Behaving Badly listeners can get 20% off their first order with the code Good Girls. How are you feeling today? Our friends at Tease have a T for that. Visit TeaseT.com. That's T E A S E T E A.com. Um, so, our topic this week is about um, having a partner that has friends with their ex. And um, I found this article, and it's seven important questions to ask your partner if they're friends with their ex. And me and Shanae, we're both friends with um, exes or ex of ours. And I think that we will continue wanting to be their friend, you know, throughout relationships, whatever, into infinity and beyond. So I thought it'd be interesting to go through these questions um, just to see what would our thoughts be, even if we're on the other side of the stick, and then what our answers would be. Um, So the first one was, does your ex know about me? I know for me, I typically make sure that they know that the person exists and, you know, who they are in my life and all that kind of thing. And, like, for me, we don't get to spend much time together. Um, But I do ensure that they know who they are in my life and, like, that we're going to continue to be friends. And, like, I do kind of do a check-in, like, to make sure that they're okay with that. But I do make sure that they know. It's also to declare. This is what it is. (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, this person is my friend. Yes, we did. But now we're just friends. You cool with that or no? And the thing is, like, if it's or no, that does not mean that we're going to necessarily stop being friends. But it's room for a conversation, more so. Uh, I think for me, um, I feel like I say it pretty early. I'll just say it. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it in casual conversation just to see how they respond. Yeah. Um, like, just the last person I dated, he he understood it. Mm-hmm. He didn't feel no type of way about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there would be people who may. Mm-hmm. And we could talk about it. And I could... Uh, try to make you feel more comfortable about it Mm -hmm. but like I'm not gonna not be friends with them Mm -hmm. right so he would have to get over it so if it was a person that'd be like no I'm not okay with that would you be like well guess we not gonna date probably because one I say it pretty early so I'm not attached before I told you Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I wouldn't Mm -hmm. take I think it gets weird when you when you really make a connection with a person and then you're like six months in oh by the way Mm -hmm. you know that friend or even if you never mentioned, I do have a friend that I'm really close with. Yeah, we used to date. Da, da, da. Yeah. That's more sus. Yeah, because I was about to say, it's shady when it's like you know that that's your friend, but you didn't communicate that that you used to date, date them until later. And so for me, I say it pretty early, where like early enough where like like you cool, but I haven't mm-hmm. haven't like developed any feelings. Right. And so I'd be okay with being like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we gonna date. Right. And you can just keep it pushing. Um, the second one, I thought this was interesting because I didn't understand why this would matter, but the second question was who broke up with who? Um, and the article says that this question is important because, for example, if I broke up with the person, then that shows you that, feel more I'm comfortable. More that I'm over it than if they broke up with me, then it could be a chance that I would want to get back with them. 
So if do you think that would make a difference to you? Not really, because it to me it's more about the distance of the time y'all were dating. Mm-hmm. That to me is the biggest factor, and that's not really in those. Is that in the part of the seven? Mm-hmm. Not, I didn't think so. Um, to me, that's what will guide my temperament about it. Mm-hmm. Is one thing if we're dating and we've been dating for like a month, and you tell me you have a close friend that's an ex. Okay, well, when I will ask when we are together, and you tell me we broke up six months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'll say, well, how long were y'all dating? Because mm-hmm. I said, it's like, what's the gap between them and me? Mm-hmm. And then how long were you actually dating? Mm-hmm. And this was a couple of months. Yeah, I'm not too concerned. Right. If y'all if y'all lasted a couple of months, and it was a year ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it was years and y'all dated last year, I'm concerned. Because it was years. Yeah. So my real thing was, who cares about her? Are you over her? Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't even be concerned about her. I'd be like, are you actually over her? Right. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, it's more about if I had concerns, it would be a source of the distance between her and me or it's too short, too close for comfort. Mm-hmm. And if, especially if their relationship was a long-term one. Because yeah. that's a lot of history. And like, my... My friend, we had a long history, but it's been years. Right. <laughs> so it's like a gap. It's a crazy gap between where, yeah. to me, you wouldn't really have to question it. It's not me saying, oh, yeah, I came out of a six, seven-year relationship. It's so I'm dating you now. It's only been like six months or a year. <laughs> right. I would feel more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like one of the um, women Ooh, sorry, on y'all. the dating show on OWN called um, Ready to Love, she has a friend that she dated on and off for five years. And they've only been off at this point for three months. And she said every three months is when he, like, pops back up. So while she's on the show, he pops back up. And she's like, oh, but I told him, like, no, like, we're not doing it this time or whatever. But the person that is interested in her is still like, mm, I don't know about this. He's like, I don't know if I'm okay with y'all still communicating and still being friendly then. If the every three months thing is what y'all have been doing for the past five years. So she was like, well, he's not going anywhere. And he was just like, okay, well. And his face was kind of like, well, I might. But I guess we'll see how that pans out. Um, number three was how complicated things have been at uh, maintaining a friendship. And so it then goes on to say, since y'all broke up, has it been on and off? Have y'all been intimate? Have they tried to do things with you since you guys have only been friends? Or have you tried to do anything with them during the time that you've only been friends? I feel like for me, mm-hmm. if we're just dating someone, it's none of your business. That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess to me, these questions, I guess I would take more seriously. Mm-hmm. If we were dating longer and I was really, like, engaged, mm-hmm. like, really into you. Because mm-hmm. I would be like, what does that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. So but once again, because I, I generally say it in general conversation. Because there's right. nothing to hide from me. Right. So right. I say it pretty early. Mm-hmm. So I felt like if I said it pretty early and I was still getting these questions, I'd be like, dude. <laughs> like. So, okay, so you're saying because you bring it up early, you don't expect these questions to come up later on? I better not because I said it up front. Okay, gotcha. I said it up front, so don't come at me months later when you, when you like have feelings for me and now really are thinking about it like, well, I don't know, it bothers me. Or well, maybe it's valid... more clarification. I don't, I don't see what that's for. If I, I'm happy to say when we dated and when we broke up, outside of that, I don't understand why you need to know anymore. Mm-hmm. Why I think, do you want to know anymore? I think it would be fair for them to know if the friend 
continually comes on to me because that could be an uncomfortable situation for everybody. But I wouldn't. The thing is, to me, you, me, and let's say I had my my friend was coming on to me. What benefit is it for me to tell my boyfriend? Mm-hmm. What would that obviously do? That would do nothing but cause mess. Mm-hmm. What is the point of letting him know that? If I am handling it mm-hmm. and I'm making it clear, this is my boyfriend, please respect his boundaries, mm-hmm. or cutting off his come-ons, <clears throat> what is the benefit of letting my boyfriend know just so he's just mad all the time? Right. If he's never... If, if the ex-friend, ex-slash-friend now is not being blatantly disrespectful while my boyfriend is around, mm-hmm. what is the point of saying to my boyfriend just getting him more up in arms when nothing is going on? Right. And I'm, Putting a kibosh on it. Right. Hmm, I don't know. I just think I would I would communicate that they tried something. I'm like, but I shut it down. Just no. so, like, you don't hear about anything later. Why would I hear about it? I tell you no. In case it was like, all other people were around. No. I still don't think it's necessary. Because mm-hmm. even if you say, well, so-and-so say he flirted with you. And I would say, either I don't recall. <laughs> I'd be like, well, yeah, but it was nothing. It was nothing to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. Because my thing is, a lot of times when people get in this whole ex thing, here's the thing. If the ex is coming on to the partner that they're claiming to be friends, I don't care about the ex. I care about how my mate mm-hmm. is responding right. and communicating. Right. I don't care about what she is doing. Right, right, right. So she's repeatedly coming on to you and you're shutting it down or you're having a conversation about boundaries then I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I have no reason. You don't need to know about those conversations. I don't because mm-hmm. my thing is I'm not dating her um, and you're not dating her. Right. And if you're keeping her in check then that's it. I don't mm-hmm. need to know every time she's on you. To me that would just infuriate more because then it would be well why is she not getting it? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just I feel like it's unnecessary energy. Well I do think Handle. the <laughs> downfall of telling that is then it's like well why do you still want to be friends with them then? That's what I'm saying. It opens the door of a whole bunch of other things that I just don't feel is necessary. Mm-hmm. So I just wouldn't articulate it. If my ex was being flirty, I would shut it down. I don't feel like I would have to say, oh yeah, baby, he was out tonight. He was kind of flirty, but I shut it down. Like, <laughs> there's no point in even getting someone riled up mm-hmm. when you already shut it down. Right, you already handled it. Gotcha. Um, the next question is, how do they still feel about you? How would you even know? <laughs> They, you they could, could be know lying. If they, well, yes, they could be lying. But you could know if they are communicating it to you. You could know, oh, well, yeah, he still wants to be with me, but I've communicated it. Once again, nothing you don't say, need to tell. Yeah. I mean, what? I was about to say, this is probably something this is, that is not something you that don't ever they make. You don't back with your partner because it's like, it doesn't matter. But to me, that does not make, if, the, if, if, the, if you're trying to make your current partner mm-hmm. feel comfortable with you remaining friends with your ex. Why would you why, tell them? Why? How would that help? Mm-hmm. Unless they don't want to be with you. Like, unless it's negative thoughts about you, then it could help, but... Why would that help the situation? <laughs> why would that help your partner be more comfortable comfortable with you being friends with your ex? And now you're like, well, yeah, they, you know, they still like me. Like, <laughs> how would that... Then to me, you're bringing it on to the guy being like, well, no, I don't like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. How would you? How do you think it would be different if they're like, oh, no, he hates my guts, but in, in a relationship way, but we're still friends. 
Do you think that? They're not still friends though. Well, not like that, but as in they would never date me again because it went so badly. But that's but that's with anyone. You that has nothing to do with you still being friends with them. Mm-hmm. That's basically I can say why did your last relationship end, and you can say oh I cheated on her. Mm-hmm. Whether you're friends with her or not, I can just still think you're trash. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the ex, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I feel like to, for me that's not a factor. Mm-hmm. If the person don't want to do the relationship, why well, think you're a dirtbag? They're able to get over it to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Then whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me feel any other way because if I was already asking about your past or your relationship and I asked a general question of oh why did y'all break up even if they were your friend or not mm-hmm. if I thought it was whack I'm thinking it's whack whether or not you're friends with them or not doesn't matter that's right. not a factor All right. okay um, the next one is what is your objective in remaining friends with your ex what is your objective remaining friends with anyone I think that question would irritate me <laughs> What are you talking about? I, I would agree with that one because it's like, what, what's it's the, objective? the purpose of me having anybody as a friend because I think that they're a good person and I still want to have them around. We just don't need to date. I think, at least in my situation, we were friends prior. So my thing is, we were always friends before it went to that level. Now we're just reducing it back to that. Right. If y'all were never friends, mm-hmm. then maybe you would ask. But still, I, I just, I mean... What's objective you being friends with anyone you're friends with? <laughs> and so it says their response will help you understand whether or not there is a functional or practical reason to keeping their ex in their life versus an emotional reason. I mean, I feel the, like but what's friendships the, are emotional. emotional. Like, what's the practical reason to keep anyone in your life outside of, like, hired help? <laughs> or, like, your mechanic. I mean... <laughs> I feel like all friendships can have emotional and or practical reasons. And What's I don't a practical reason of someone being a friend? I, I don't get that. What's a practical... Well, like for us, we are friends because we do the podcast. That's practical. We're Not also really friends because... because we feeling like we have history. We got love for each other. We but, it's for, but for me, it's more that than a podcast. Listen, the thing is, I can work with anyone. I don't, I don't have to like you. So mm-hmm. for me, that's not a practical reason. For mm-hmm. me, I don't mm-hmm. feel like that works. Right. Give me another one. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to understand. Just, I don't get that one. One more, and then we'll drop it. <laughs> okay, let me think of another one. Um, let's say a practical reason. I'm trying to think of examples for me because that's usually what I could pull from. But um, Maybe let's go with the mechanic. Okay. Let's go with your ex is a mechanic and he gives you like 50% off of every, or he don't even charge you labor. He then literally a, just charge you part. that's a practical That's reason. a practical reason. But also, you know, he's a good friend and like gives good advice. Y'all are cool. They're good people. So that would be a practical and an emotional reason. I understood that one. <laughs> so but for you and I, then there's no practical way for you to be around me. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. I think we have practical and emotional reasons. I don't feel like it. What do you do for me? (laughs) Outside of great friend emotional support, practical. Well, I think I'll go back to the podcast example. I think it would be weird to do a podcast because I know people that have tried this and it has failed. But to do a podcast with someone that they're no longer cool with. Like if you did a podcast with them and y'all had a huge blow up and you tried to continue the podcast... Every well, I've only heard of this in two situations. That ish did not last. I know, but I feel like that's more. Once again, it's like that emotional side of the connection. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's 
it's practical for to me because it's like it's easier for us to just remain friends to continue to do the podcast. You get what I'm saying? Kind of. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Um, so the next one is how does your, how does remaining friends with your ex benefit your life? Cause they're my friend. These questions are just like, how does, how does in your life, I your mean, life? just like, what in the world? <laughs> I really think it depends for me. It depends on once again. What was the gap between that person and me mm-hmm. and how long we got together? And I also think a factor is how often do you spend time around one another? Like, are they, are, are y'all, do y'all see each other every day? Like, I think that's a factor to play into it. Sure, too. I agree. That's um, a good factor. Because then it's like, so this person is always going to be around. Whereas for us, it's not like you'll that. see them Maybe once quarterly. or twice a year. Quarter, like, it really? ain't. It's like quarterly. It's not anything, you know, to cause concern. But if it's someone that's like literally in your life and they're like your person, okay, I think I would be slightly uncomfortable. I mean, with mine's, too. I would say mine's is probably like quarterly, five times max. Mm-hmm. They don't live in the state. Mm-hmm. Then as for like texting, that's not an everyday thing either. Right. So. Right. I mean, but if it was an everyday texting and you're seeing the person two, three times a week, mm-hmm. that would make me uncomfortable. Yeah. I would, and I could articulate that mm-hmm. spending that amount of time on a regular, that would probably make me uncomfortable. Yeah, that would cause me to ask questions like... I would be uncomfortable because yeah. I would feel like, don't you got other friends at minimum? Because <laughs> right. I think for me, like, if I'm friends with my ex, I can't... Go, I can't go too hard on someone else who has friends with ex that I'm dating, mm-hmm. but if it's beyond what I'm doing, mm-hmm. then I don't have a problem articulating that. It would be a conversation, yeah. and then we go from there. But you know, because I've seen people that are friends with their exes and they still they post like TVD pictures of them together. That's weird to me, of them like kissing and they're not together, they're just friends now. I think that's weird. I me. think that's. Feelings underneath well, the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounded like the ice machine. Do you have an ice machine? No. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> um, but, like, that level of closeness is weird to me. But that's more than friends, though. You mm-hmm. don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really don't believe mm-hmm. you post, like, some throwback mm-hmm. of you and the ex kissing. Even mm-hmm. if y'all cool, you and the, there's other pictures you can throw back with you and the person. Right. And not a romantic setting. Yeah. There's still feelings there. I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. For you to post something like that, mm-hmm. there's still something there. Especially if they're in a new relationship. That's, to me, there's something there. <laughs> but, yeah. You're not just friends. Yeah. Because... You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the stuff to me, I guess, is just really simple. Mm-hmm. You know it's friends and was not. Mm-hmm. And, as, and and when people say, well, where's the line? Then you already made the line blurry between there's already an issue. Right. Because mm-hmm. there is a line. Yeah, and there should be a And it's a clear line. line. You know yeah. it's a friend mm-hmm. and what's not a friend. And especially at this age, we know what's harmless flirting, like, is nothing and when it's something. And you know Stop when, it. even when it is harmless flirting air quotes y'all can't see me but you start to get serious with someone else you know when it's time to cut that off like you should know when to draw those lines and make it clear of your relationship with other people should you know people don't always <laughs> I don't mean boundaries I, but it's well I mean I just personally think people that dumb I just don't 
And maybe they are. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think maybe some, I'm giving people too much credit. Well, I think some. Not I think that people dumb, be pushing it. I really feel like, man, you know. Right. I think that they know, but I think it's easier for them to leave the lines blurred. I think they're um, willingly being ignorant. Like, no, it's not like that. Like, you know deep down that it's like that. So stop playing dumb. Like, that's how I think it is. It's like they're willingly letting the lines be blurry because it's easier to do that than to set down a law with someone and be like, look, we still cool, we still friends, but you can't do this no more. Because that is going to be an awkward conversation to have. So I think it's easier to leave the lines blurry for some people. Yeah, probably so. Then. I just feel like people be trying. <laughs> and I also feel like typically, I mean, you know, I guess it depends. Would it probably if they were like friends with all their exes? Because it's one thing when it's one, but what if there's like, yeah, I'm friends with all my exes, and they had like I, five girlfriends, and they just cool with everybody. And you know what's funny? I used to say I was friends with all my exes, but then I redefined what I call friends, which is that's just part of my personal journey. And I realized I'm cool with someone. Like, if I see them, it's high, it's cool, you know, whatever. It's no B, but we ain't friends. And so, like, I had to distinguish that. So, I think that when a lot of people say that they're friends with their exes, I think they mean that there is no... It's beef, just no hostility. But we not meeting up to hang out. Like, I think... But I, so, I think it's just easier to be like, oh, yeah, I'm friends with my exes. It's like, no, you associates with them. You, there's no beef between you. There's no animosity. You're cool with them. You see them. You'll catch up. But you're not really friends with all your exes. Like, so, to me, it's like, I'm friends with one ex. That I, yeah. So it's like the rest of them, we're all cool. There is no beat. Wow. <laughs> I'm cool with most of them. <laughs> I got beef with one. I don't know. I have to determine how I define it. I don't know if I define it as beef, but we not cool. It's not, <laughs> I feel like it's not beef. Right. But. But if not, I see you, we ain't speaking. Right. <laughs> there's not like a high level of hostility. Right. There's because it's point, like no it's past it. Yeah. But yeah. it's like not someone. I would say I want to either one of us wants to engage with. Yeah. We'll just leave it that way. Right. It's like I always say there's people you you meet or there's people where you like there's there's nothing mm-hmm. and you want to keep it that way. Right. Where it's just like I don't want to engage. Right. Whereas like. One of my other exes, his brother was DJ at our event. And I asked him, I'm like, can you get your brother's number for me? He's like, yeah, here. It was cool. Like, because we're fine. We don't speak regularly. But it's like, if I see you, we cordial, we move on. So I think people just define friendship differently. That's kind of my answer to that. And I do think if you're legitimately friendly and kicking it with all your exes, then I got questions. Um, the last one is, can I meet? your ex i feel like to me this shouldn't it shouldn't be an answer to this like yeah like <laughs> especially if like for us you see you'll see them you would see them a eventually. couple times a year it's like oh yeah you'll see them at this right or i'm not going out of my way to, to arrange a moment <laughs> right. that's just weird <laughs> right um but what i will do is you know I'm having this. You'll be there. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. There you go. Something right. like, but you'll I'm not meet. like, you'll meet, but I'm not going out of my way to say, sure, we're going to be at Ruby Tuesdays. Like, <laughs> we're not doing Yeah, that. no, we're not doing like a happy hour meetup with the three of us. That's extra. All right, we're not doing that. It's too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, for both of us, I, it's just okay. Like, yeah, sure, you can meet. 
um, it shouldn't be a big, you know, ordeal behind it. I think if there is a big ordeal behind it, then I got more questions. Because then it's like, why is it this deep? It's like, y'all just... It shouldn't be if it's truly just platonic. Right, right, right. So... Those are questions that you should ask your partner if they're still friends of exes. Um, and like when we were going through them, for most of them, we didn't find an issue with answering any of them. And some of them we felt like shouldn't even be questions because we've created boundaries for ourselves um, that make the, the friendship clear enough for, you know, any future partners to get the picture. So let us, let us know what y'all think. Um, about that and if y'all are friends with exes and you wouldn't be comfortable answering some of those questions or if you think there are other questions that we missed let us know um, at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com also this was the last week for you guys to enter in our giveaway on our Instagram we'll probably post it again um, this week but all you have to do is follow our couple it's like two or three little inch steps that you have to take let me let's read it let's read it down let's just read it down right (laughs) so to be entered you guys have to follow us and owen homemade on instagram Mm -hmm. that's o-y-i-n homemade handmade i'm sorry (laughs) handmade you have to repost the photo and tag three friends and good girls hayden valley and then that's it so you really just read liking everyone read reposting the photo tagging Mm -hmm. us to prove that you did it and tagging three friends and it's actually a nice um package there's an eight ounce ginger mint (laughs) co-wash eight ounce of a detangling spray eight ounce of hairdo leave-in lotion and then four ounces of a shine and fine silencer serum so from my natural ladies um retail value is like 50 bucks Mm -hmm. and we know natural hair care products can be expensive <laughs> and so you're getting a whole nice little kit for yeah. the free yeah so mm-hmm. i mean take advantage of it mm-hmm. repost it here's the thing when the competition is over mm-hmm. you can delete the photo right <laughs> right it's easy. right no need to unfollow <laughs> right <laughs> but you can delete the photo right yeah if you really don't want that Staying on your page. Mm-hmm. But if you delete it before we pick someone, you're disqualified. <laughs> so know when it's your time. Okay. <laughs> right. So um, just pay attention to our Instagram for our question of the week and for the post of the giveaway again. Um, and as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing the good and the bad of everything.